Welcome to High on Healthy, energized by A6 Wellness. Each week, you will learn of the benefits of proper nutrition, supplementation, and personal development to live a healthy and abundant life. Now, here's your personal advocate for living a healthy and active lifestyle, Audrey Kerger. Thank you for joining me today on High Unhealthy, Energized by A6 Wellness. I'm your hostess, Audrey Kerger, and my guest today is Nurse Heather Manis. She is a native New Mexican and registered nurse specializing in all aspects of medical cannabis care. She currently holds the position of president of the Arizona Cannabis Nurses Association. She is the founder of Nature Nurse Health and is the Cannabis Business Awards Educational Achievement Award winner in 2016. Thank you for joining me today, Heather. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to uh, get high on healthy with you today. First of all, let's start out so that all of our listeners can get to know you a little better. Can you tell us who you are, how you got started in nursing, and how did the cannabis industry become your main focus? Oh, that's a great question. Um, really, I, I fell into cannabis through my patients. I was a home health psych- psychiatric nurse, and I had a patient that was the fifth card-holding patient in the state of New Mexico, and he was an MS patient. And he was very ornery, but he had insisted that cannabis be put on his medication record. Now, any nurses that are out there listening know that that's not really something you ever see. And so when this patient came to me and I got the file, I reviewed their medication record and saw that cannabis was on there. And I went, whoa, what's what's this about? So I took the opportunity to ask many questions during my assessment and found that he was receiving relief from lots of different types of cannabinoid products. So he was using salves on it for his um, spasms and pain so that he could sleep at night. He would inhale or smoke cannabis to help with his mood elevation throughout the day. He ate cannabis um, throughout the day as well so that he could really get that body effect. And, And he was using cannabis in lots of different ways. And for me, this was really exciting and I started to learn more and by going to different conferences and learning as much as I could about the science. And it was fascinating when I learned about the endocannabinoid system and I was hooked. Thank you for mentioning the endocannabinoid system because that's going to lead us into perfectly the next question. Can you tell us why cannabis works so wonderfully for the human and all mammals? Well, it's really, we need nutrition in our lives, right? Hippocrates said, let thy food be thy medicine, thy medicine be thy food. And cannabis is a food. In the state of California, it's not considered a food food nor a drug. It's actually an agricultural crop. So um, it's, it's interesting when we look at the plant itself and how we have evolved with this plant. And we do, as humans, have an endocannabinoid system. I was always taught in nursing school that we had 11 bodily systems that made up our, our, our body. But now I've learned that we, there are really 12. And the 12th one is this endocannabinoid system. It's a receptor signaling system that's throughout the entire body and helps to regulate and modulate um, balance and homeostasis, all of the other systems. And that's that's why it's so important because balancing these our systems is imperative to staying free from disease. 
Well, thank you for explaining the endocannabinoid system to our listeners. Now, I heard you mention in the first question, this gentleman that you were working with was smoking, inhaling marijuana. I've heard that smoking marijuana can damage the lungs. Is that a true statement? Can you elaborate on that? Sure. Anytime that you can bust anything and put it into your lungs, you are creating um, some kind of an irritation. So if someone's smoking a lot of cannabis, they could be susceptible to, um, you know, respiratory issues or, you know, bronchial. uh, Oh, shoot. What was I trying to think of? Hold on. Let me start over. It's interesting that you asked that question because what we have seen through science really is that when we look at cigarette smoking versus cannabis smoking, there's actually a decreased risk of cancer, of getting cancer. Um, But as I was saying, anytime that you inhale anything into your lungs, you're creating some kind of an irritant. And you could get a bronchitis or a sore throat or something of that nature, but we're not seeing that smoking of cannabis increases cancer. Um, we, you know, you can also inhale cannabis by vaporizing it and that just heats it to a certain level high enough to release the cannabinoids and the terpenoids without actually combusting the plant material. And it's that, that lighting of, of the plant material and burning it that creates that, um, the, it's not really toxins, but it's, you know, the, the negative things that you don't want in your lungs. You don't really want to be inhaling smoke. Vapors are a better option, and we use inhaled methods of administration in normal medicine um, anyway with inhalers and things like that. So we do recognize inhale methods of administration for cannabis as well. Definitely learned something today um, just within that one answer. So thank you for sharing that. I hope our listeners learned something as well. Now, I wanted to ask about damage to the brain. I've heard so many different things dealing with cannabis. I know today we're focusing on um, a little bit more of the marijuana side. Could you tell me, does marijuana or even hemp cause brain damage? Um, Absolutely not. Actually, we're seeing the complete opposite of that. We're finding that um, cannabinoids are neuroprotectants and antioxidants. And when there's some sort of an assault to the brain, like a traumatic brain injury, we're finding that cannabis and cannabinoid therapeutics is a first-line medication that we should be using. And we do believe it will be a first-line medication for the future. Um, Even the NFL is looking at, you know, different NFL players have come out and spoken publicly about their use of cannabinoids and their desire to have, you know, cannabinoids utilized even within the NFL for this these traumatic brain injuries. And specifically CBD. CBD is shown to um, create neurogenesis, which is growing of brain, brain cells. So, um, you know, when we talk about, you know, this is your brain, this is your brain on drugs and the egg in the frying pan, that is not the case with cannabis. It's actually quite the opposite. That sounds absolutely amazing. Neurogenesis to brain cells. So you mentioned CBD. What are the differences between THC and CBD? Well, I guess the main difference that we would look at, there's a lot of differences as far as the molecule and the way that it uptakes in the body and it works within the body. The main difference that your listeners should know about is that CBD, cannabidiol, does not get a person high. So it does not have a psychoactive effect 
Um, it doesn't elicit a euphoria. It's a very gentle way to take medicine that we should all be taking because it's healthy. Um, THC is more of a, a psychoactive, metabolizes in our liver and creates what's called 11-hydroxy-THC. Our body produces that in response to THC being metabolized orally through our livers. And that 11-hydroxy-THC metabolite is actually highly psychoactive. So uh, if you were to eat CBD, you would not experience that kind of effect, whereas if you were to eat something with THC, you would have um, a more euphoric effect. Well, we need to take a very short break, but when we come back, we will continue our discussion with Nurse Heather of Nature Nurse Health. More when High on Healthy returns in a minute. Awaken, adjust, and aspire to hear more High on Healthy after this short rest break. Hi, I'm Montel Williams. Most of you know me as a talk show host, but I'm also an author, actor, single father of four, avid snowboarder, and I'm also a medical marijuana patient. Living with multiple sclerosis, I'm in pain every day. Medical marijuana is my last resort, and it helps me when all other drugs have failed. If you'd like more information about medical marijuana, you can contact the Marijuana Policy Project at mpp.org or call 1-877-JOIN-MPP. Are you disturbed by the prescription medication commercials on television and their endless list of side effects? They go on and on and you end up having to take multiple pills to counteract the problems caused by the first pill. It never ends. Have you looked into CBD as a more natural option? At Saturn Ranch, we produce all-natural CBD topicals and THC-infused edibles. Premium lab-tested hemp-derived CBD is the most important ingredient in our products. From topical bombs, salt scrubs, bath-soaking salts to tinctures and edibles, you're sure to find something to help. Family-owned and operated, we at Saturn Ranch believe in and use our products daily. Don't put anything on your body that you wouldn't put in your body. SaturnRanch.com The next generation of vaporizers has arrived. Vuber vaporizers are blazing the way with unparalleled technology for oil, concentrate, or dry flower pens. Providing unsurpassed customer service and expert craftsmanship, Vuber vaporizers use cutting-edge technology, providing a power-packed, smoother vapor with a lifetime guarantee. Experience vaporizing the way it was meant to be, the Vuber way. Let's get back to getting high on healthy, energized by A6 Wellness, only on CannabisRadio.com. Welcome back to High on Healthy, energized by A6 Wellness. My guest today is Nurse Heather Manis, who has always been inspired by the power of nature. She understands nature soothes the soul, refreshes the mind, and invigorates our bodies. Nature has always been and will be the master healer for humanity, providing balance and abundant inspiration for all who turn to her for assistance and comfort. Her current position requires Nurse Heather to stay up to date with all aspects of cannabinoid medicine. Now, we were just chatting about the difference between THC and CBD. And now, Nurse Heather, I'd like to ask what are the biggest health concerns that you're currently working with? Oh, well, you know, it's, that's a really tough question because I see patients from all across the board. Um, but what we're finding, and this might be even a better answer, what we're finding is that there is this underlying condition of endocannabinoid deficiency that is plaguing humanity today on this planet. 
And what I mean by that is this. We have always lived within nature, and we've always been able to utilize the plants that grow with and around us. 1937, when prohibition came into play, we were no longer able to grow hemp. Uh, we were no longer able to, to have these cannabinoids around us in our fibers, in our food, um, in our fields. And I believe, because what we are seeing is that there truly is a link between endocannabinoid deficiency, meaning that our bodies are not producing the correct amounts of endocannabinoids from within our bodies. And so we're needing to supplement, supplement our systems with cannabinoids because we've really eliminated it from our environment completely over the last 80 years. So I know that's kind of a, a turn than maybe what you were looking for, but even Dr. Ethan Russo talks about endocannabinoid deficiency being associated with MS, fibromyalgia, um, irritable bowel syndrome. And, and so when you look at this and you say, wow, we have an increase of cancers, autoimmune disorders, neurodegenerative disorders, a huge increase over the last 80 years. And now we're finding that by applying cannabinoid therapeutics, it's helping to mitigate these issues. Um, I think we're looking at something that's a real revolution in healthcare in general. And by recognizing this massive endocannabinoid deficiency throughout humanity, we're going to start being able to really um, implement these things back into our lives in our everyday lives. That's why I say everyone should be eating hemp seeds and taking your hemp protein powders and any way that you can get cannabinoids into your system, even if you live in a state where medical cannabis or legal cannabis is not available to them. Well, I agree with you wholeheartedly. I think people should definitely be using nature to heal themselves. And hemp is something that is available to all across the country through, you know, the particular things that you name, like the hemp seeds and the hemp protein powders and feeding your body. You are what you eat really is something that people need to start understanding a little bit more. So within working with your patients, what are your main focuses with individuals who are starting to use medical marijuana? Uh, well, we, to, to take a play off this show, we try to get them high on healthy. Um, it, it, we really recognize that health is a holistic approach. It's not just the body and what you put into it. It's the mind. It's the spirit, and it's also the body. And we really take an approach of that broken spirits elicit um, minds that respond and bodies that will react to those responses. And, and so in the same sense, we try to heal the spirit so that the mind will react and the body will respond to that because we really do see that when people are healthy from the inside out, um, that things work better for them. So through the company that I have, Na uh, naturenursehealth.com, we provide uh, loving products that are infused with love and compassion. That's always our most our, our secret ingredient that we use um, in all of our products. But we really try to provide different forms of methods of administration in appropriate doses that nurses feel comfortable with 
um, so that patients can utilize all different methods of administration at once. I've had patients that if they eat a, a you know, 50 milligram brownie, then they're out for the whole day. Well, that to me is not therapeutic and it's not to them either. Um, really what's, if, if they're needing that, it's, it's bedtime, then that would be therapeutic. But we really look at, we offer transdermal patches. We offer low dose edibles. We offer delicious and wonderful topicals that patients can use all throughout the day. And we try to make it so that it empowers patients to take their own health into their own hands. And um, that's what we've been doing. And it's amazing. We're, we're going to be launching our Nature Nurse Navigators telehealth program where people will be able to access cannabis nurses or these nature nurses. And we won't just be discussing cannabis. We're talking about nature and health and the mind and the body and the spirit and really taking that holistic approach to help people help themselves. That's just beautiful. That's absolutely wonderful. I'm sure that that system and the, that contact is just going to blow up and really change the way that, you know, people are looking at their health and their well-being. So can you tell our listeners some of the diagnosis that you have been able to help with your nursing and using cannabis? Oh boy, I've seen everything from, you know, the pediatric cancer patient all the way to the, uh, you know, hospice patient, lung cancers, breast cancers, um, you know, seizures, PTSD, lots of psychiatric I'm a psychiatric nurse, so that's I, I get a lot of patients that have issues that are going on mentally, and we we really try to encourage that mental health. That's always my focus is, you know, let's get the mental health right, and the body will start reacting to that. Um, we've we've seen everything, to be honest with you. I mean, it, it, it never ends. I'm constantly having people reach out to me saying, do you, have you heard about blah, 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 some big, long diagnosis that I've never heard of. And, you know, they're, they're talking to us about it. We're able to utilize cannabinoid therapeutics and because it really comes down to the endocannabinoid system. A lot of these different manifestations of dis-ease are coming because the balance is not right. So it makes sense to really get to the root of the issue, which is balancing, maintaining, supporting, enhancing the endocannabinoid system. And that doesn't mean just hammer it with THC. That cannot be beneficial. That can actually downregulate the endocannabinoid system. What we find is through microdosing, we can tease the system, ease the system, and, and help our bodies to produce the endocannabinoids we should be producing naturally anyway. Well, that is a great approach to take, and I hope that our listeners hear that. It's not all about, you know, getting intoxicated. It's really about getting the right amount of cannabinoids in their diet daily to get their body to function optimally. And speaking about functioning optimally, how have you seen cannabis affect your individual clients? Oh, it's wonderful. I mean, the stories never get old. Um, to hear the successes, to hear how folks are just taking control of their own health care, um, educating their doctors, it's really phenomenal you know, this issue and epidemic of opiates in our community. I've been working with this or seeing this at 
way back before I, I was even doing the cannabis, we had issues with patients with opiate addiction and how it was just destroying their lives. And for me, I think that's one of the biggest rewards is when we can see somebody's plant medicine cannabis to help them get off of dangerous pharmaceuticals like opiates and ease their way off with the assistance of their doctors and the assistance of this plant to reduce or eliminate the opiates that a patient needs in their daily life. Um, really what we see is that when a patient can get off of opiates, that that's when their life really starts to, to begin. And cannabis helps to reduce pain in a different way than opiates. Well, I really appreciate you sharing that with us. I know um, opiates have definitely been involved in some of my friends' and family's lives due to trying to get pain management and within, you know, feeding this endocannabinoid system, they've seen a tremendous amount of health and well-being moving forward. So we do need to take a short break, but when we come back, we will continue our discussion with Nurse Heather. More when High Unhealthy returns in a minute. Awaken, adjust, and aspire to hear more High Unhealthy after this short rest break. Ignite the conversation on some trending topics along the Cannabis Radio social media network. Join our crew of thousands on our Cannabis Radio page on Facebook or at Canna Radio, C-A-N-N-A Radio on Twitter. Plus, look for our Facebook and Google Plus pages for all of our original programs and connect with Dr. Dina, Kyle Cushman, Dr. Mitch Earlywine, Nurse Heather, Doc Rob, the host of Gondrepreneur, and more. Connect with the growing Cannabis Radio social crusade at Canna Radio on Twitter or search for Cannabis Radio on Facebook, Google Plus, and Instagram and grow with us. Equio, New Frontier's cutting-edge big data platform puts the information and answers you need right at your fingertips in real time to help you more effectively run your cannabis business. Go to www.equio.io to sign up for your free membership today. Again, that's www.equio.io. Run with New Frontier and let us help you conquer the wild. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now About a game for your phone gonna make you say wow The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash Little by little your empire grows large Put the big celebrities inside your entourage You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Cheech and Chong Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong The name of the game is Himping, that's the point Download and play while you light yourself a joint Business and cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot-proofed by the man who run high times. Oh, yeah. Get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. Let's get back to getting high on healthy. Energized by A6 Wellness. Only on CannabisRadio.com. Welcome back to High on Healthy, Energized by A6 Wellness. My guest today is Heather Manis. Um, in both New Mexico and Arizona, she opened the first medical cannabis infusion kitchens, which she established to create and provide medical cannabis patients with smokeless alternatives for cannabis use. 
Heather has extensive background in natural healing modalities and herbal remedies, some of which she obtained from her close association with Hispanics and Native Americans in New Mexico. As a practicing nurse, she has worked personally with hundreds and has helped to create and provide quality medicine for thousands of medical cannabis patients in New Mexico and Arizona. Now, we were just talking about opioid dependency and how we've seen cannabis affect individual clients. And now, Heather, I'd like to ask, is cannabis addictive? That's a really great question. And I've had people ask me that. Um, what we're seeing as far as what the, the addiction rate is, I believe it's like 30% addiction rate for tobacco, where cannabis is a 9% addiction rate. And I've even seen it as low as a 3% addiction rate. It gets a little iffy on those percentages because a lot of people that are in um, rehab or getting rehabilitated for drug addiction for cannabis are there because of a legal issue. So they've been, you know, ordered by a drug court or something like that. So those numbers get a little bit skewed when you look at addiction rates, when you're pulling those numbers from uh, a rehab, you know, the rehabilitation world. Um, but we, we do know that it is not physically addicting. So you, unlike opiates, where if you were to have a patient who's been on opiates and they stop taking opiates, they will experience extensive side effects, extensive adverse reactions to stopping that medication. If someone runs out of weed, they're bummed out about it, um, and, and, but their body is not going to respond and put them in a state of, of sickness. Now, if you are a patient who has MS and you're using it to mitigate your symptoms, well, if you don't have it, then your symptoms may come back. But as far as having physical addiction, um, the body can can go on continuing. It's more of a mental addiction, if anything, like, crap, I ran out of weed and where am I going to get my next sack? That kind of thing. Luckily, now we're in the, the day of I can go to the dispensary and get it. And so for a lot of people, that's that's not even a worry. And so even the mental addiction, um, someone can forget to go to the store or the dispensary for a couple days and just go, eh, I'll go to the store and get it. So I think there's a lot to do with the psychology of it um, and where the sourcing is com coming from. But the percentage that I've seen is 9%, even down as low as 3% addiction rate. Wow. I didn't even know some of those numbers. So I really appreciate you sharing that with all of us. So I want predicting so that that's, you know, someone who actually utilizes caffeine every single day for for coffee or they're drinking a soda every day and they try to stop caffeine. You'll find that there's irritation, headaches, things that will happen. So even caffeine is more addicting um, as far as showing of, of negative side effects. After yeah, I think we could throw cheese and sugar and caffeine and opiates all into the same barrel because <laughs> they all are turning on those special little triggers in our brains. So I want to, you know, change subjects just a little and kind of discuss the differences between hemp and marijuana. I know we've spoken a lot about marijuana, but we've also spoken about the CBD side, which does, I know, bring a hemp in a little Um both plants are a part of the same cannabis family. Also, hops and rudialis and hackberry, which a lot of people I know aren't aware of. But could you really break it down and tell us the difference of these two plants? 
Oh yeah, that would take, we could do a whole show on that, but sure, I'll try to do a quickie. So the, the plants themselves, um, cannabis indica or the, 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 well, I'll say medical cannabis, and that will mean, you know, with all the cannabinoids, um, and then hemp, which is the tall, stocky, we really use it for fibers. So the medical cannabis is, it can be bushier. It gets um, those sticky resins. They, they don't grow as tall, whereas hemp has the, the very tall stalks. Um, the value from hemp comes from its seeds and its fibers and its roots, whereas for cannabis, medical cannabis, that plant, the, the value really comes from the flowers themselves. So there is a difference. Uh, hemp is heavy in the cannabinoid CBD and has high levels of CBD, low levels of THC, whereas medical cannabis has been bred to have higher levels of THC um, than, than it does CBD because they were breeding it for the euphoria, not knowing that possibly we were breeding out some really great um, synergy or, or entourage effect from having dif the, the different cannabinoids in certain ratios. So that's where we stand right now. And the plant, um, there's lots and lots of hybrid versions. So it's really hard to even find a, you know, pure indica or a pure sativa without maybe going on a land race to some other country where you go find it naturally. Awesome. Well, I hope that our listeners did learn a little bit about the differences between hemp and marijuana. And since we are almost out of time, I just wanted to ask, can you list out maybe some of your upcoming events that you'll be attending, how our listeners can get in contact with you and how our listeners can follow you on social media so that we can see what you're up to. Sure, absolutely. I will be at the, let's see, where will I be next? I'm going to Patients Out of Time in May. I will be speaking at the American Holistic Nurses Association in June, which is really exciting since it's a mainstream conference. You can contact me or find out what the heck I'm up to. I'm on Facebook, Cannabis Nurse Heather on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. And go check out our website at naturenursehealth.com. Well, I hope that you get to see some faces and people go and find you at these upcoming events and reach out to you um, on your website or on one of your social media platforms. Now, we do have to wrap it up. But to continue this discussion, visit a6wellness.com. You can download episodes. You can download episodes by going to CannabisRadio.com or subscribing to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. You can also follow the show on social media by searching A6 Wellness. We cannot forget to give a tremendous thank you to our guest today, Nurse Heather Manis of Nature Nurse Health. It was wonderful chatting with you and learning so much today. And lastly, thanks to my producer, George, for another great show. Until then, awaken, adjust, Aspire, affirm, action. A6 Wellness.
The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.